Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. The date is February 13th, 2019, and this is episode 40. Um, yeah, I've been going through a few things lately. Um, there's this like weird feeling where I am copy editing my second book as I've shared before and it's really an interesting process because there's this person who you know you can accuse copy editors of being like pedantic or niggling but you have this person whose entire job it is to be really precise about the language and that feels like such a micro thing and it almost gives you the impression that the book is almost done or that it's virtually done like it really is the literal like dotting of i's and crossing the t's And yet, truth be told, I'm in it still rewriting chapters, still rewriting conversations that I don't, not necessarily that at this point that I don't feel strong, that aren't, that I don't feel are strong enough, but more that they could be stronger. And that's always tough because I don't know how much of that is just my obsessive nature or my addiction or my desire to control or self-flagellate when I'm anxious or something feels too overwhelming. So I'm like aware of that particular trap and still overriding it or um, coming to the conclusion that I will change conversations. And you know, my cover and an excerpt for this book that I'm working on is going to be revealed in the next few days, and I'm just coming around to the acceptance of the fact that there is something inherent, like, like to the, in the essence of publicizing a book that makes you live in the past and the future you know like I've shared this before and I'll repeat it again only because it's amazing to me what gets through to me on some days and what doesn't on others but I've said on the pod that living in the past will will make you depressed and living in the future will make you anxious so what choice do you have other than to live in the present and I try to sort of apply that and I try to live by that And so it's really um, hard for me and I have true resentments and this like bratty thing that happens where I'm like, this is unfair, Um, which is really when I know that I need to hit pause and just like let myself write out that feeling, but perhaps not apply any actions to those thoughts and and not apply any addictive behaviors to that to make it worse. But yeah, like I'm, you know, fixing things that I wrote like seven months ago and feeling emotions around like where I was seven months ago, which not coincidentally is around the time I first sought recovery. And it's about how long I've been sober and not um, really, really in my eating disorder. 
And so a lot has changed in the last seven months, and that's really reflected all over this manuscript. And so, you know, I am plunged repeatedly into the past and like my capabilities in the past and like my thinking processes in the past. And and then, you know, you have this like reveal of a cover and words from a book that I'm not finished with yet. And then even these copy edits edits that like almost pulls me into the future too because it almost like speaks to a manuscript that, you know, here's that word, like should be further along than I feel it to be. And so I've been very, very anxious and finding it really hard um, to be where my feet are and to be in the present. And obviously that affects my relationships and the people around me and you know it affects my desire to meditate or not meditate it affects my desire to make a micropod or not and I'm just trying to find some acceptance around that and some self-forgiveness and some compassion and it really sucks it's like I feel like well you know to be fair this is really my fault um but it is reality it is the reality of publicizing a book it is the reality of writing a book that you have to publicize it like as much as we would all love to like finish something that is like artfully adventurous and risky and and scary and like you know be done with it and then like toss it into the ocean (laughs) like that's not that's not what a lot of us sign up for but it's it's funny I was doing I was kind of slowly kind of getting back into the rhythm of things that I know work for me which is that yesterday I got a, a good outside unit in which was that I went for a hike and I'm really grateful to hikes because your brain goes into that meditative repetitive state especially if it's a hike you've been on before and you get every manner of shower thought like a weird wavy but like um sometimes very constructive either in the moment or just like building material that you're shocked about how it slots into another thought process that you don't even have an inkling of yet but I found some like insights around sections of the book um, that I really wouldn't have had had I you know soldiered through or like white knuckled my way through it and having that gentleness and compassion for myself and knowing that I needed to make the circles less scribbly, I went outside and, you know, that was like a good three-hour time span between, like, the driving into um, Joshua Tree National Park and then, like, doing the hike and coming home and all that. Like, that really took my work day and halved it. And I just had to trust so many things that that was going to be okay. And not only was it okay, it was like beyond what I'd even like think to hope for myself for that day. And so today I was journaling and I was doing it in, you know, like with true um, surrender about like it wasn't a chore. It was just like let's really discover what we'll unearth and it was very much done in good faith and this 
you know, the way I do my writing, like certain people do morning pages of like three pages longhand of the first thing that comes to them and they do it as a part of their artistic practice. Um, but I write a letter to a benevolent universe that makes me want to thrum in my own, in the vibrate vibration that's intended for me. And, um, yeah, like that's just what I believe or choose to believe. And then I write the universe's letter back to me and in the universe's letter back to me, there was this thing that I wrote to myself and it was a question and it was like, what if your final book is imperfect like the final version of this book like long like after copy edits after I've read the book aloud to myself to hear little trip ups in syntax after I've like downloaded it onto my kindle and speed read it read it read it read it um after I print it out and read it on page like after I do all of these things that I know to make the book as precise as possible, what if after all those things it's still imperfect? And that scared me. And that inquiry only came after I was writing the letter to myself being like, you're going to be imperfect as you you know deal with your partner today you're going to be imperfect in terms of like how productive your thinking process is you're going to be imperfect about how you reach out to people to help and to be of help you're going to be imperfect around your food and your obsessions around your body weight and you're going to be imperfect in your work and any meetings or phone calls that you have to have and so it is not a wild thing that you will be imperfect in the book that you really really want to be perfect or that a part of you believes can work hard enough and dedicate enough to make perfect and like that surge of fear where I was like oh no like as an imperfect person it is absolutely the course of what the universe intends for your book to be imperfect and like yeah that like scariness is such a telltale signal that part of me believes this book will be perfect and that part of me will be disappointed and tough on myself and suffer if this book is imperfect and there's nothing to be done for that other than to acknowledge it, other than to speak its name, and other than to commit it as something I believe that is, that intellectually, like, I know to be false, and just to sit with all of this. Um, I've said that, like, you know, holding space for things and other people and things other people share with you is really important, but... I think this is a matter of like holding space for myself and just like having exorcised this hope that my book is perfect and this belief that I can make it that way. I just have to sit with it <laughs> and it's really uncomfortable. Um, and I wanted to share that and I also just wanted to share some insight around 
what it's like when I you see me on social media and I'm just like oh this book I'm so excited and da 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 and like yay 100% thrive you know like this is the energy I want to bring into every avenue of my life you know that while there are lashings of that there's a soupçon of that in my life um I'm also like really anxious and I'm also really just scared and I'm also in denial about my imperfection and because imperfection feels so unsafe given how much I feel I'm asking from the world to pay attention to this thing I made Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of artists feel that way and I especially wouldn't be surprised if a lot of sober artists felt that way um, but yeah, that's that's my truth, and I thought I would put it out there in case it serves any utility and in case it makes anyone feel a little bit less alone. Um, so yeah, I really, really hope you have a gentle day, and I hope I have a gentle day, and I thought, I hope my thoughts, you know, just go easy, but we'll see. All right. Bye.